0: And we welcome you into this Wednesday edition of the Spotlight. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Drew Brenton. If you're in the market to buy or sell your home, give us a call today. 479 968 5668 is the number to call. One of our agents is always ready, willing, and able to help you. So please give us a call today 479 968 5668. You may be purchasing that home for, with cash on hand, with a loan, or with silver and not pieces of silver, pictures of silver. Check this out. Have you, can everybody see this? And joining me right now is the lead man for Pictures of Silver, one of the lead people for Pictures of Silver, the TikTok famous star, the Arkansas Tech <laughs> mega star. What other thing have it? What other things? I mean, worship pastor, dad, husband, um, sports connoisseur, yeah, sports uh, savant. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> ex master chef um forged and
1: fire champion yeah all those things all definitely. of those things yeah. are 100 true ryan 100
0: what's up buddy hey man how are you doing i'm good man so this is interesting um you've got uh, we're gonna have pictures of silver actually on at some point mm-hmm. we've been trying to do this for i don't know seven ten months yes. <laughs> and um <laughs> But I I wanted to make sure that we uh, promoted these. Uh, Now, is this available streaming anywhere, or where can we get these? Yes,
1: these two albums were the last two that we cut, and uh, we sold out of the other ones. Uh, We've we've made four in total, uh, but those are the last two we have, and they are all on the streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, Pandora. Uh, If you have it, it's out there to be able to be streamed. And that last one there, Grow, is the... The one we cut in 2020 right before the pandemic hit, so we did not get to really tour it or perform. We were actually slated to play Young Christians Weekend uh, for the third time at Silver Dollar City. And uh, they had to call that off, and they ended up calling it off in 2021 again. And But we were so excited when they called us and said, you were first on our list for 2022 can you come and and open up Young Christians Weekend? So we were super pumped. We just finished that a couple weeks ago, the first weekend of April. And uh, we absolutely love the folks at Silver Dollar City. They take really good care of you, give you all the cinnamon bread that you could possibly eat. Good Lord. Yeah, it, it's just incredible. And they give you passes to be able to take your family. They hooked us up with some hotels to stay. I mean, they really take care of you. So we always look forward to going up there and playing. And then, of course, the folks, like we're playing at the pavilion. As soon as people walk in, <clears throat> they hear us playing, and hopefully we'll grab their attention, get them to stop. And this year was just incredible. The first year we had it, it snowed. Of course In it April. Did. In of April. course it did. Yeah. And uh, we were super nervous. We were driving, slipping, sliding everywhere, and we're just like, is anybody going to show up? <laughs> But I tell you, the sun came out, dried up everything, and we, we had a good crowd. Uh, but then the next year was beautiful sunny. This year was beautiful. And, and we just had a packed house in the pavilion there. Most of it was my family. <laughs> but I would not complain. They're, no. they're such good fans and super supportive and at least we have some rather than none. Right,
0: exactly. You had people that made a conscious decision whether they felt obligated to or not right. to show up to your show. Yeah. And that is a win, my friend. Yeah, and
1: absolutely being able to see people sing your songs because, you know, hopefully they know it right? Uh, when they come up and, and hear you perform. And we got to do a lot of new stuff because it has been – we didn't get to play any of this live, like literally right. none of it. So it is – it was exciting to get to perform New stuff, and then we've you know, I've written several songs since then, and uh, we got to perform all that and see the reaction of folks. And uh, so far, it was good, nobody threw anything at us, and uh, that's positive, get, yeah. We didn't get yelled at, so that we see that as a win,
0: right? Exactly. So, no, you, there may not be any positive reaction, but there's no <laughs> negative reaction, yes. So, that we'll is take we, it, uh, that <laughs> we'll is absolutely a win. take it. Um, you know, and in, in one of the other projects that you haven't mentioned yet, you were mentioned it in passing that, um, 2020, you had your own album, you yeah, a solo album yes. that was basically all from just writing because you're in a box.
1: Yeah, I'm in quarantine, and and as a creative, you're like, I've got to do something, whether it's make a movie or make music. And for me, I was like, I haven't made an album. I'm, I released an album in 2018 called Camouflaged. I highly recommend everybody go out and check that. Uh, it's on streaming as well. And we did a music video, it was very well received, and I was like, you know what? Let's just make an album, let's just do it. And um, what is something really cool that just happened from the album I released in 2020. I got picked up by 100.3 The Edge out of Little Rock, and it all happened out of a friend of mine, well, not even a friend, an acquaintance, somebody that follows me on TikTok, who is a radio DJ for Country Station said, hey, you should, Send your music to one hundred point three, and I'll recommend you to get in touch with this person. So I did, just on a whim, thinking nothing will happen. Yeah, to this. Right. It's old music; we'll see what happens. And immediately, they're like, "Send us three these three songs. We'll get them hooked up for a playlist." And it was just a few weeks later, like it was, I guess, two weeks ago. One of my songs called "Smack" was played on one hundred point three, and I was up at eleven p.m. just like. Oh, this is so cool. Cause it's been 15 years probably since I've had something in regular radio rotation. So I was like a kid again. It's like, this is incredible. I'm so excited. Uh, so yeah, I nerded out pretty hard. <laughs> right. I mean, and
0: you know, for our generation, the edge is still cool. Yeah. Now the, the kids who are younger than us and we're not kids anymore, I don't guess, um, They don't even know what a radio is, (laughs) Uh, but we, I mean, that's, and that's still pretty, it's still pretty cool. I mean, there's still that, that feeling of achievement, of accomplishment, of validation. Right. Validation. We got asked to sing, uh, in the River Valley radio studios to promote our show at downtown at sundown a couple years ago. And that was the first, I've, I've sang all over, but I'd never sang on the radio before that, that my voice has been heard, but I'd never sang. Yeah. And so um, I was nervous and uh, it wasn't one, it wasn't one of our originals. We, we stayed safe and did a cover. Yeah. Um, but the first time you hear your voice on radio, at least for me, when I heard, I've heard me talk because that's what I do. Right. When I heard me sing, the first thought was, Oh God, shut <laughs> this off right now. Oh no. <laughs> I have made a huge mistake. And then after about, 10 seconds you're like okay well this is kind of cool yeah by the end of the song i've circled all the way back to oh my yeah, god i made a huge on. mistake <laughs> yeah. what, have I done? what was your reaction
1: uh well the first time i heard uh some of my music on the radio like i was flipping out because i was still pretty young i was i guess 19 or 20 i guess the first time i heard my song and it was just shock i'm like is this really happening? Because, I mean, to me, that was the ultimate goal. Not that I wanted to be signed or, you know, I love performing live. But to get on the radio, that was like the pinnacle at that time. And so it was just shock and awe. And I was like, I started listening. is was like, is that what I sound like? Wait <laughs> a second. That's not what I sound like. But anyway, I'm like you. I kind of. Did the whole like circle around two or three times? And be like, this is cool. Wait, why? Why would anybody want to listen to right. this?
0: Right, <laughs> you go almost through the five <clears throat> stages of grief. Yes, it's as true. you're listening to <laughs> this, yes. and that brings me to an interesting point because I've had a lot of creatives on this show, and it seems to me that all of them are the are the same in one key area, and that is, um, you simultaneously love and hate everything you've ever made. Ever,
1: it's, it's true. Like, I, okay, so. The very first album I put out I was I was super young. Uh, actually Yankton is the one that produced my album. Wow. Yeah, and he and played he- on it several several guitar, harmonica, and then I did like drums, bass, and guitar, and we kind of just I get like, that dude good. on the show. I know, we got to get him on. Like, this would be he's I would next love, level love to have him here. So we worked at a recording studio together, and the owner of the recording studio was away for Thanksgiving. So him, myself, and the owner's brother, we all made albums that week. Like okay, we made albums in one week, like three albums That's one week. We crammed it in and uh it was it was go 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 go. But <clears throat> he helped me out tremendously and uh just got me on the right path. Well, as a 17-year-old, my writing was a joke. I literally right. went through nothing. So I, <laughs> I, I And I'm talking about hard time, you know, like, I don't know anything about that. So I'm singing about it and it's just, there's no true passion behind it. So, you know, 20 years later, I'm looking back going, wow, that's embarrassing. And even through college with my band Halfway, a lot of the stuff that we wrote and produced, I'm like... It's hard, it's hard to listen to and people will make fun they'll, you know, I've got a couple songs that they'll make fun of they'll bring out and they'll be like oh yeah I remember this song how terrible it was I'm like yes I do do you remember when you were a dumpster fire I <laughs> yes, remember yes I remember that yes thanks but now, anything that I and I think this is usually the case anything I have just written is my favorite thing because it is the thing that is closest to me whatever, whatever I was going through whatever spurred that creative uh, side of me is my favorite thing at that time. So yes, it's embarrassing to look back and listen to that stuff. But I mean, truly, like it helps. All the bad things has helped me to improve and not be as bad. Hopefully, at this point, <laughs> I'll, st- I'll still write some, and then I'll I'll toss it. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna let anybody hear that. Have you
0: have you gotten to a place where you can be objective not only about things that are bad but also things that are good? I've not reached that point yet in artistry, not even just with music, but even with this show. I, it's, it's strange for me to for me to say this, but I think you are one hundred and eighty nine, one hundred and ninety, as far as episodes are concerned, of yeah. original 80, yeah. uh, original interviews. We're almost to two hundred. That's incredible. And of the let's just round it to two hundred. Mm-hmm. Out of those two hundred, I think from beginning to end, after editing, I've watched four of them. Wow. Just wow. because, just because, and, and it's not because of the guests.
1: Yeah, it's because of me. I just, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. Well, we are f- super, super critical, and I know this is the case with almost every creative that I know. Super critical because you want everything to be perfect. And now with music, uh, I think I'm a little more lax than I am with video production. I'm super, super critical about every little thing that I do. And I, I want if I'm doing a video production for a client or if it's for Arkansas Tech, I want the client or the shareholders of whoever you know will, this ad will be placed to or an alumni if I'm telling their story, man, I gotta get it right. And if I do an injustice to anybody like I just can't sleep, like, it really bothers me. So I'm I'm less critical with my music since it's my creation. And, you know, I'm not trying to make it in the industry. I'm just doing it for fun because I love it, have a passion for it. So with video production, when somebody's paying you to do it, whoo, you right. better get it right. And so I am super, super critical. And so I do, I, I tend to, like, overanalyze and overthink a lot with the video production Uh and I don't, I don't give myself enough grace, probably with that, uh, and it's something I could always improve to do better. <laughs> you know, and it's 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 so interesting to hear you say
0: that because I'm 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 similar in that, and I've heard it said, um, especially with musicians, but I think this is true of, of video folks or maybe even just creators in general. Um, you're critical of your own work, but if somebody else says something bad about it, <laughs> my God, it's almost <laughs> like you just got stabbed in the heart.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: It is true. It's like they've just insulted your child. Yep. How, explain that. How, how, how do we even explain that?
1: Well, okay, so I had a great boss um, in my first 10 years in the admissions office, and she helped me get some thick skin. And we I worked in an office with about 17 other women. Okay, I was the only guy. So, you better believe they're gonna be as honest and as critical as possible. So, this is my baby that I've created here. I want everybody to look at it. So, it goes through 17 layers of critique. <laughs> and they're all pretty harsh, okay? <laughs> and so, through those 10 years, man, she really helped be like, pull yourself away from it because the end result is gonna be the best thing you could ever possibly have because all these people love you, right? Right. So they're not, they're attacking you. And it took me a long time. To figure that out. And it's still really tough to not take it personal because you've spent so many hours creating this beautiful thing and for anybody to talk bad about it. That's that's really hard to do, really hard to take. But then I just keep going back to what my boss told me. It's like pull yourself away from it. Who is critiquing it? Do they love you? Do they really care about you? And are you know, you gotta accept their honesty for what it is and not get your feelings hurt. Man, I've been doing this for 20 plus years. It's still hard to do. <laughs>
0: right, it's still really hard. I wanna talk about one of the videos that you made while you were in admissions, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about your early years when we come back. Stay with us, Ryan Taylor joins us right after this time out. Spotlight rolls on.
2: Hey, this is Brad with the Latest Realty, and I, I talk to people all day long, and the buzz, the word around the campfire is that housing prices are gonna crash. let me let me dispel this rumor right now the high prices are here to stay folks as long as we have people moving here from out of state and there are more buyers looking for houses than houses listed it's an inventory thing prices are going to remain like they are now if you're looking to buy and you're waiting for this let me give you some advice rates at the first of the year were around 3.25 right now they're at 5.25 so if you waited from the first of the year until now you've cost yourself some money and if you're renting you're paying 100% interest. So the longer you wait, if you're looking to buy, the more it's going to cost you to do that. Strong seller's market. If you're looking to sell, put your house on the market. We can probably sell it for more than it's listed for. If you're looking to buy, there's no better time than now. If you wait, it's only going to cost you more. Uh, again, this is Brad Nieman with the Latest Realty. And if you need to buy or sell, give us a call at 479-968-5668 or log on to RussellvilleLiving.com. We'd love to help you. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you later.
0: We welcome you back into the spotlight on this Wednesday. Thanks so much for joining us. Ryan Taylor is still with us. Thank you for being here, by the way. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, you were just talking before the break about uh, your role in admissions. There was a video you made, and I think I brought it up to you before. It was a timeout for tech video um, that I, I, my brother attended this uh, this, this event and i think it was like an office kind of parody but you were playing a character as a misogynist yes <laughs> my brother to this day to this day will if he walks into my living room will say do my taxes <laughs> and then just leave thank you for oh, that oh man i appreciate that
1: uh, i'm i'm <laughs> that means the world to me because <laughs> like my boss who was during that time allowed me to do silly videos and as you know that's how I cut my teeth yeah Uh, on a TV show called that one show and to be able to still do that up into my professional years meant the world to me. And she said, yeah, I love that. Like, she appreciated it. So she's like, surely students will. So for you to tell me that means the world. Meaning, I mean, what was that, 2006, 2007, maybe? Yeah, it's
0: been well over a decade. Yeah,
1: and, and so for it to live on. And now it's still, it's out there on YouTube. Yeah, you can still find those things out there on YouTube. Uh, so I highly recommend to go check out. Like, everything I've ever done for Time Out for Tech lives on YouTube. And they're funny. Well, well, thank they're, you. They're, they're good. Let's let's go back to that one show. Sure. In fact,
0: let's go back before that. Okay. Um, creatives create. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was gifted a video camera. I was making videos at four and five years old like everybody else was. You know, now in 80, 1991 when I was four, it's a little different to make a video right. than it was, you know, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 15 and 16, you get your first editing software, you do, I mean, you, you, you burn the CDs and you find you do all of the stuff that you
1: can do to create. Mm -hmm. What, what was your outlet to start with? (laughs) This is going to sound crazy, but, uh, puppets. I, my dad is a pastor. Uh, so at an early age, there was a puppet ministry in our church So, which was far more common too, by (laughs) the way, if you're not familiar, (laughs) that was a thing for like a while. Yeah, that was a huge thing. And so that interested me because I loved acting. I love showing out. Of course, you're a preacher's kid. That's what you got to do. (laughs) But it was an outlet to me. Like I started learning how to do it and do it well. Like I started studying people who, who did that and fell in love with it and actually got to tour a puppet show. With uh, the associate pastor in our church, took me to different churches and took our puppet show. We did skits, you know, for for children, and we did puppets, and uh, I, I even did it on missions trips. So that's where it that interest started. And then, of course, I loved people like Ernest right. Ernest P. World. Of course, I emulated everything he did. Jim Carrey, Chris Farley. These were like my heroes in the acting part, and that's what I thought. I was gonna do that's where I wanted to go maybe even into acting and when I came to tech as a a freshman I didn't know I had no idea like this you know with music video acting skits drama they were all things I love to do, but never really looked into it as a career. And so as a student, I was a freshman at Tech, and I was in choir. I thought maybe I'll go into music. Like, who knows? Uh, just one of my friends from choir said, hey, I, I have a, a Spanish show that I do for news, and I know you're a musician. Would you come run sound for me? I was like, sure. That sounds great. So I, I went and ran sound, and I was like, I love this. Yeah, This is awesome because it was all live. There's just this intensity when you're doing something live, and like you're in control of this. And if you mess up, it's on you. And so it was, it was exciting to me. And so I stuck around, and I was like, I love this. And so I started volunteering for more shows, started taking classes, and then where the big video production thing spawned for me. I don't know if if I've gone off on a rabbit trail, but. Uh, there was a guy named Rob White. I don't know if you know him. He was kind of my mentor. I think
0: we've met.
1: He was a former student and was still kind of hanging around, uh, Was doing uh, business uh, for a, a local company here. But he started kind of training us and teaching us um, how to do video production. And he said, we're shooting a short film. Would you be interested in coming just to check out and see, you know, hang out with us? I was like, yeah, I want to know what you do, like behind the scenes. Sure, Let's find this out and let's, let's see what this is like. And so we showed up. The main character that was in the movie, it was a Scream spoof, by the way. Okay. Uh, The main character couldn't come that night. And he said, how do you feel about being the stand-in, putting the Scream outfit on, and being the main character? I was like, sure, I'll fill in. And so that right there was the hook. And then, just just so you know, the main character never came back. So I was cast as the lead role by default because I volunteered and that was the bug so from in front of the camera and behind the camera i'm like i love every single aspect of this the writing the producing the audio the filming the editing all of it i want to do it so right then i declared my major for for broadcast journalism and ended up having a sketch comedy show for six seasons uh there at tech and like that was that was just a crowning moment for me. And to throw this in there, we were the first group of guys to ever have a feature film at Arkansas Tech, a full-length feature film. And we had a big premiere, and, like, it was called that one movie, and, like, it, that was just, that was the cherry on top. Uh, I mean, graduating, getting my diploma, sure, that's cool. Well, that was but, cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, but not near as cool as having your own movie, your own feature film. So, yeah, that's that's where it, the bug was, and, and I'm still in love getting to do what I do.